Hi, everybody. My name is Emily, host of the Fuel Your Freedom podcast. In the health and fitness space, there can be so many rules, recommendations, and oftentimes restrictions. On this show, we talk all things freedom. Whether you've been training for years or are looking to take the first steps in your health and fitness journey, this show will fuel your body, mind, and soul to break free from what you've heard in the past and find your version of health and fitness, the one that works for you. Now let's fuel our freedom. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of the Fuel Your Freedom podcast. This is episode seven, and today we are talking about six foolproof ways to stay on track with your health and fitness goals. So last week, I talked about how training at high intensity and a quote-unquote all-out at all times of your training cycle is holding you back from making progress, right? If we can't recover from the training that we're doing, We're not going to get better. We're not going to progress regardless of what that goal may be. But a perfect training cycle is truly only perfect on paper. With myself, members, and clients I've worked with in the past, there is rarely a perfectly executed training cycle. Something always happens, right? Life happens. Our lives shouldn't be fitness. Fitness should enhance our lives. And honestly, things should come up. Unless your life revolves around a health and fitness goal like a competitive high-level professional athlete or a bodybuilder or any number of other high-level sports or professions, we should account for some imperfection in our journeys. It's inevitable. But there are things we can do to stay on track during these times, right? So let's dive into six big things we can do to stay on track with our goals even when life tries to throw us a curveball. First and foremost, let's find our why. The why is the deeper reason we're pursuing the goals we're after. This is the bigger reason we're attached to them, right? So say your goal is to lose 15 pounds. Awesome, let's do it. But deep down, what does that 15 pounds really mean to you? Does it mean you have more energy to play with your kids? Does it mean you feel confident for your high school reunion? Does it mean you can fit into a pair of jeans or a dress that you haven't worn in years? The quote-unquote why is that deeper reason. Because the way you want to lose is never just about the weight. You might think it is, but when we dive deep, there's something else below the surface and a reason deeper than just a number on a scale. Do you know your why? If you don't, take time to ask yourself why you want to achieve your goals. When you have an answer ask yourself why again, right? So this would be, it's called the five whys exercise, but say your goal is to lose that 15 pounds. Why is that important? So I can fit into jeans, right? Why do I want to fit into jeans? So I can feel confident at my high school reunion, right? Why do you want to feel confident at your high school reunion? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The answers will vary, right? But go through this for about five rounds. When you achieved through five rounds of asking yourself why, you've likely found that deeper why, that deeper reason that you have a connection to your health and fitness goals. This why is going to be deeper than any external motivation that you can find, right? Sure, you might want to uh, 
uh, impress a coworker, right? I, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? But if that's going to be an external motivator, right? You want to do something for someone else. But if internally, you know that losing the weight will help you feel happier or more confident or whatever your why reason is, that's what's going to keep you on track. That's what's going to help you find the discipline to push through those hard days. And now while I use weight loss as an example, I should note that regardless of your weight loss goal, if you do want to be happier, right, likely weight loss isn't the only thing that's going to get you there. There's going to be a mindset practice. We're going to have to learn and practice that body acceptance uh, all throughout regardless of what that body looks like, right? And this does hold true for strength goals as well, but I do want to make that caveat there um, that losing weight is not the only path to finding happiness or joy or any any number of different emotions, right? We don't have to lose weight to feel those things, even if we think that we do, okay? So I, I do just want to make that caveat before we move on. Number two, looking back at your progress over the years. Now, sometimes it can be really tough to remember how far we've come, But taking progress pictures or tracking lifting progress in a journal or in an app is a great way to have a record to look back on. This looking back to see where you've been can renew your motivation. If you know that, oh my gosh, when I first started, I could only lift an 18-pound kettlebell and now I'm lifting the 97-pound big blue for multiple reps, like that's huge. But often we don't recognize the progress we've made without these records to look back on because we really don't remember where we've been in the past. So when you want to stop, when life wants to throw you off track, take time to look back and see where you've come. You've likely conquered tough things in the past, right? We all have, but you pushed through and persevered in the past. We can do it again. There's no reason that we can't. We just might need that reminder that we can do it and we are able and we have the ability to push through regardless of what that tough thing may be. Number three, focus on the big rocks. So there are a lot of moving parts to a fitness journey. There are the big rocks, drinking water, movement, sleep. There might be smaller pebbles Organize and structured lifting sessions, additional days of training, tracking or logging food intake, etc. Then there's what we like to call the sand. Tracking every calorie you eat, completely structured weeks of training, higher level regeneration and recovery modalities, etc. Now, the good news is we all have different big rocks, different pebbles, and different sand. These are just some examples of mine. The better news is we don't always have to have a completely packed full jar. We can make progress with just the big rocks and maybe a few pebbles with a sprinkle of sand. Does this analogy, is it making sense? (laughs) So let's unpack it. The big rocks are those things that are going to push the needle forward with the least amount of effort and regardless of what is happening in your life, you know that these big rocks are possible. So for me, even when I'm super busy, when life is throwing everything it's got at me, I know that if I drink my water, I move my body a little bit, and I sleep, I can still make progress towards my goal or at least feel good in my body. 
right? But other times there might be less things life's throwing at me. I can throw in some few smaller pebbles into that jar. I can have a more structured training program. I might be able to add a day or two of training or I might track or log my food uh, if that pertains to my goal at the time. And then when things are going super well, life isn't throwing much at me, I can toss in some sand around all of those different rocks and pebbles that are in there, right? So I might have a little bit more time to devote to higher level regeneration or scheduling a chiropractor or physical therapy appointment, uh, scheduling a massage appointment, right? So the big rocks are there all the time, right? Or most of the time, they, they should be there. Now, the small pebbles can get thrown in as life calms down, and that sand really is just there when life is going awesome, right? So those big rocks are the priority when life is tricky. They're the habits or actions that move those needle forward. They can vary from person to person, but there's likely going to see some big similarities with movement, sleep, hydration, etc. They should nearly be always present in our lives, regardless of the intensity of the rest of our health and fitness journey. But again, during those times when life is throwing less at you, take time, throw in some pebbles, throw in some sand. But always keep those big rocks a priority and fill the jar with big rocks before we toss the pebbles or the sand into the bottom. Our next one is to find a support system. So sometimes we all need a shoulder to lean on. It is that simple. Having someone to support you in your health and fitness goals, whether they are pursuing the same goals or perhaps a different health and fitness goal can be crucial, right? This can come in the form of a gym buddy, friend, family member, or other community. It can be online or in person. We all go through these tough times and it's much better to go through them with someone else there to support you. They can provide accountability, motivation, advice, support, and really any number of important tools as we're hitting a tough spot in the fitness journey. They might even have experienced something like you have in the past. So if you're going through a tough time, reach out to a trusted friend, coworker, family member, etc. Ask if they've been through it. What did they do to get through it? Their advice might be able to help you pursue something similar or just spark a little bit of thinking to help you figure out what will work for you. Now, our next one is to rely on discipline and not motivation. I touched on this briefly last week, and I have a couple posts on it as well, but there are times that motivation will fall. It's unrealistic to expect that it will be high and you'll always feel amazing and you'll want to lift heavy and run far and do all the things. There are days it will be tough. There are days you won't want to go to the gym. There are days you won't want to train at all. But sometimes these days fall on days when we do have big training runs, lifts, etc. These are the times we can't rely on that motivation. We have to push through. We have to use discipline to get it done. Be disciplined enough to take that step out the door or just take that first step towards finishing a training session. One thing I'll do is if I'm not feeling motivated and I can't tell if it's like, ooh, my body actually needs a rest day or I just need to deload that day, I'll commit to just the ramp or just the warm up, right? I'll commit to just moving through the motions, feeling how my body feels. And likely as I take those first steps in and move through those first couple of uh, drills, I will likely start to feel better but I just needed the discipline to complete those reps. 
Now, some days these reps might be ugly and it's just giving the effort to do them, right? These aren't the days that will hit PRs and set records, but pushing the needle forward one training session at a time makes all the difference. Don't let lack of motivation run your training. Put discipline in the driver's seat, take care of those big rocks, and just take that first step. Now, number six is take responsibility. I can give you all the tips and tricks in the world. Honestly, I probably could have made this like the top 12 things, right? There are endless amounts of information that I can include in this podcast, but at the end of the day, some of it just won't hit home and life will get in the way. There will be big things that completely throw us off our health and fitness journey. And again, that's okay. As a reminder, that health and fitness journey isn't running your life. It's simply a part of it. There will be times that the big rocks fall out of the jar, discipline isn't enough, and we might have to take a step back from pursuing a health and fitness goal we might just simply maintain during that period. And maintenance is a goal in of itself. That is absolutely okay. During these times, practice self-compassion. Recognize you're not the only person ever to experience this. This step back does not define you as a failure of a person, and it's okay to take time away. But at the same time, this self-compassion isn't a get-out-of-jail-free card. Take responsibility for the actions you did or did not take during this step back. It's not the fault of the program, the diet, the people in your life. It's your actions. Take the responsibility, but at the same time, practice that self-compassion. Set yourself up for success when you do want to take that step forward, right? When you do want to start to improve a more intentional fitness goal or fitness journey, Having that time away, take responsibility for that time away, practice self-compassion. It's not your fault. You're not a bad person. You don't have to feel guilt or shame. It's simply the ebbs and flows of life. But at the same time, again, your actions don't blame the program. There you have it. Six foolproof ways, well, five and an encouraging thought, if you will, to stay on track with your goals, even when life throws you curveballs. And this brings us to our empowered action for this week. Take time to inventory your goals. What are you working towards right now? What could potentially get in the way of those goals? How can you approach these roadblocks so they don't completely throw you off track? When we take time to identify potential roadblocks and potential solutions to them ahead of time, we can be better prepared when the time comes. Some of the most common roadblocks have likely happened in the past and will happen again. Vacations, travel, work stress, family stress, etc. What are you going to do during those times when they come up in the future? What have you done in the past that didn't work? What have you done in the past that did work for you? What could you do in the future to move through them instead of being completely stopped in your tracks by them? This exercise in examining the past, seeing what did and didn't work, and then thinking about what we could do differently or the same in the future can really help and have a plan as we encounter these difficult times. Then we're not sitting in the moment trying to think of what to do. We already have the plan. We simply need to execute it. We don't have to make any decisions. A past self did that for us, right? So take time. Think about what you can do. 
next time a life roadblock gets in the way of your health and fitness goals. That's all I have for you guys this week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Feel Your Freedom podcast. As always, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and review. I did learn that that's the only place you can review. I guess you can't do it on uh, some of the other platforms like Spotify. I know that's not there. Um, But if you did enjoy this episode and instead of leaving a rating and review, you shared it with a friend, family member, coworker, I would be just as excited about that as well. So thank you again so much for tuning in and I will catch you guys in the next episode. Bye everybody. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Fuel Your Freedom. Remember, this show is all about action. Now it's time to take what you've learned and implement it into your health and fitness journey or even just your life. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you want more, don't forget to follow me on all my social media platforms at Coach Emily Meyer and the podcast on Instagram at Fuel Your Freedom Podcast. Thanks for listening, and I'll chat with you next time.